everyone. Cuckoo. Welcome to Europhile. I'm Catherine Rory. And I'm Kate Walker. Hey, Kate. Hi, Kat. Happy Sunday. <laughs> what are you Happy doing? Too. I'm watching The Nanny. Had a croissant. Living my <laughs> best life. I, I'm finally working on my paper mache project. Yes. That I started months ago. Very artsy. So just having a nice day. I don't know. Good. What about you? Well, you know, it's Sunday at our apartment. Mm -hmm. So what does that mean? Construction. Mm -hmm. That's the new thing for us to Mm -hmm. to deal with. So, Mm -hmm. you know, once again, everyone, we're dealing with construction. But Mm -hmm. other than that, feeling great. The birds are chirping. The sun is shining. I am Cinderella. (laughs) I am Sleeping Beauty. I am Can they clean for us? (laughs) <laughs> yeah can they fix the roof or whatever is happening because you know that would be great figure out some sorcery <laughs> and can Harry they do Potter, it during Wingardium the work day <laughs> can they yeah. do it during the work day so we don't have to deal with it on a sunday yeah cool exactly too. until 9 p.m every night yep that'd be great that'd be so nice <laughs> thanks <laughs> um but yeah aside from that getting used to my work life Mm-hmm. Finding a car. Nightmare. Getting Annoying. furniture for my room. Mm-hmm. You know, big things, actually. Yep. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Adult things. Yes. Mm-hmm. It'll be, I'm mm-hmm. glad to have that all finalized. It's going to yeah. be great. Yeah. It'll be great. Yeah. It'll be fine. And then it'll be <laughs> summer before you know it. Yes. So. Yeah. I'm getting ready. Um, I'm mentally yeah. there. I know. You know, speaking of fun times, do you mind okay. if I start the topic Please. today? Okay. okay, so we're going back to Germany. I think it's been a Ooh, while since yeah. we visited. So, <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> today I'm going to tell you about the golden 20s in Germany. <gasps> Oh my god, fun! (laughs) Okay, great. So we kind of touched upon it in my mini topic when you did... What was that episode? When did we do Germany? I don't know. Helmet. We did Helmet. Okay. Uh-huh. And the, and then I, I kind of touched it on it so then. So long ago. Yeah. <laughs> so we're, we're going to refresh a little and, uh-huh. you know, hark it back. Mm-hmm. So... Obviously, we have the Roaring Twenties going on in the U.S. We have the also going on in France. Yes. Mm -hmm. The same thing's happening in Germany. Chemise, brassiere. (laughs) Yes. Charleston. That's literally all that is happening Mm -hmm. in in Germany, too. Yes. Yes. Wait, no, that's the 40s, right? Cole Porter. Cole Porter. But is that in the 20s? Yeah, I think so. It is? Yeah. I'm very bad at mixing it up. (laughs) And so obviously we have the 20s, you know, bookmarked by end of the First World War and the Mm -hmm. stock market crash of 29, Mm -hmm. which was felt Mm -hmm. around the world. And Mm -hmm. also, you know, in Germany, the 20s were a borrowed time because... Here, you know, what's coming yeah. next, the Third Reich, yeah, which yeah, was yeah. established in yeah. 33. Mm-hmm. So it was Whoops. like the calm before the storm. <laughs> yep, precisely. Okay, yeah. You know, cabaret, nightlife, all mm-hmm. all a thing here. Josephine Baker. Yes. She's mm-hmm. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
So I'm just gonna, you know, talk about some people, some activities, mm-hmm. some things going on at the time. Mm-hmm. So in the mini topic from the helmet episode, we talked about cabaret, okay. and I'm gonna talk about it again because it was just so fun. Oh, and there is a new character okay. that I didn't talk about last time. So okay. cabaret, you know, the first form of the striptease. Fun, mm-hmm. raunchy club times. Yes. And the star okay. of the cabaret in Germany was Anita Berber. And she was oh. infamous cabaret dancer. Anita. Uh-huh. She would dance naked on top of her customers' tables. Guess what? She would also <gasps> pee on them. No! <laughs> she would pee on them. The people loved it. <laughs> this are, oh, I won't talk about sex in the city. I won't bring it up. It's fine. Do you know I what? Won't. Of course I thought about it too. Okay. The piss politician. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she would hit them with champagne bottles. Mm-hmm. You know, the people mm-hmm. loved it. She was the subject of an Otto Dix painting, who I'm going to talk about Otto Dix, okay. obviously, too. I don't. I'm not familiar I don't know. I just know the name as okay. he's a, a famous artist of the okay. time. And between 1918 and 1925, our girl Anita appeared in 25 films. So she was like amused. The people the loved her. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. She was, quote, scandalously androgynous. So again, oh. you know, like very gender fluid things yeah. going on in Germany and Berlin in this nightlife. Mm. Well, I guess if you think about it, like a lot of women, they're wearing flapper dresses. They're, yeah. It doesn't have like a bodice. Yes. Yeah. You know, short hair. Short hair. Yes, exactly. They're drinking. They're smoking. Yeah. Yes. Oh, God. Yeah. Having a great yeah. time. Letting loose. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. She wore heavy dancer's makeup, like for the stage. So yeah. dark lips, Theatrical. dark eyes, you know, kind of like heart-shaped lips happening. Oh, okay. She had a short bright red bob oh you couldn't miss her icon Mm -hmm. she had a dancer friend and part-time lover sebastian Mm. part-time yes (laughs) part-time part-time sometimes when i (laughs) pan and part-time lovers she is in charge of her life And his name was Sebastian Drost, and they wrote uh-huh. a book together in 1920 called Dances of Vice, Horror, and Ecstasy. So just oh, like sexy, fun, confident uh-huh. people. Yeah, darling. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she had certain dances, and she named them Cocaine morphium like that's the those are the names of some of her hit dances okay just breaking boundaries she's nude Mm -hmm. she's scandalous Mm -hmm. but what really made people into her was just her public appearances and like Mm -hmm. that because she was just challenging taboos basically Mm -hmm. that were Mm -hmm. established at the time and she was addicted to drugs allegedly Mm -hmm. probably what you know Oh, but gonna name my dance after cocaine and morphium. Like mm-hmm. I get it now. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she was also addicted to opiates. Ooh, that's not good. I know, tough. You know, mm-hmm. one of her favorite forms of inebriation was chloroform and ether mixed oh in a bowl. Oh my god! So like she's going off. <laughs> yeah. 
I think I've told you this before. This is like so not maybe PC, but like not that nice. But I would do anesthesia recreationally if I could. <laughs> I thought you were saying in I the past, like before. I would do it. <laughs> yes. No, I, yeah, would I was like, do what? It. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I understand. I think it's probably similar then. And oh my God, wait, I, I cut this. I didn't, I should have kept going. She okay. would stir them with a white rose, the petal of which she would then eat. So like oh, this. interesting. Yes. Interesting stuff going on. Um, okay. So that is our girl, Anita. So Committed to the aesthetic. That, yes. You know. So she was a huge persona going on in Germany in the mm-hmm. 20s. Um, other prominent figures, Marlene Dietrich, obviously, German-American okay. actor, yes. dancer, singer, which now that okay. I, I don't think I've seen any of her movies. I just, like, you know, know who she is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I've seen anything either. I mean, obviously, 20s, so they're quite old. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have Fritz Lang, director of I the famous film him. Metropolis, which yes. came out in 27, mm-hmm. which was an expressionist science fiction drama film. Mm-hmm. And it was just like iconic for its advanced special mm-hmm. effects and yes. all that stuff. Yeah. And he was a huge it's in the figure. canon of historical cinema. Yes, exactly. Yeah. If you take a film class, if you take in a film class or like yeah. have Criterion, Casablanca. it's been on your radar. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Metropolis. <laughs> what else? I don't even know. I'm trying to think of this Russian movie that we, Battleship Potemkin. I feel like that's, oh. that's like from the 20s too, or maybe no, even I earlier. Know. I don't know. You, there's no point yeah. to watch it. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Then, okay, we have Otto Dix, another figure, who was a German painter and printer noted for his harshly realistic depictions of Weimar society and the brutality of war. So, like, I think at this time it was like, let's make art as a social commentary and like yes. that that was the vibe going on okay social scandals and like controversies and like let's talk about okay. this those things yeah and mm-hmm. he is considered one of the most important artists in the new objectivity art trend which i'm going to tell you a little bit about okay so I don't know me neither i was like okay. I, I wasn't too familiar so i was like let's talk okay. about it It was a movement in German art that arose in the 20s against Expressionism. Okay. It was anti-romantic. Okay, hate it. I know. I was like, like, (laughs) okay, the first thing I saw, it was like, it rejected romantic longings of Expressionists. I was like, "Eh, I don't vibe with that. Give me romance. Give me Impressionism. Give me dappled light. Thank you. And flowers. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. Mm-hmm. And again, it's like commentary on society, anger, you know, frustrations. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about mm-hmm. it. Do I want to look at that on the wall? Angry red and black shapes? Not necessarily, you know? Okay. But do I mm-hmm. respect time that? And, time and a place. Yes. Understand the historical significance of this and why it was important. Yes. And it was but huge. Am I, mean, I putting it on my wall? No. no. not. But it, it was a huge influence in photography, music, film, architecture, Absolutely. theater. Mm-hmm. Like, they were eating it up right now. These, you know, artsy individuals. Okay. In film, new objectivity reached its high point in 1929 mm-hmm. 
because it was like straightforward camera work and editing oh, like okay. nothing too fancy like not super okay. artsy but at the same time it would like examine inanimate objects as a way to like interpret events and stuff so like artsy in oh, that okay. sense sure but like pretty straightforward mechanical wise do you think it's like the equivalent of kind of like an artsy emo boy being like look at this yes yeah. look at what i feel look at this like <laughs> plastic bag yeah. and this like spilt glass it. of milk how do you yeah. feel yeah <laughs> <laughs> You know? Yes. You're absolutely okay. right. That's okay. my that's my what I'm picking okay. up from this. I mean I like it. I like it, but that's just it, it, the vibe it's yes. giving off to me. Yeah. yeah. From what you've said. I totally okay. I would agree with you. Is that correct? Okay. I don't know. That's also my impression. Okay. And we have okay, so this these are two good examples of like more mm-hmm. intense versions of this in film okay so we have george wilhelm pabst mm-hmm. i don't know if that has any relation to beer pabst yeah okay and his Maybe. films of the 1920s concentrated on social issues like abortion sex work labor disputes mm. homosexuality and addiction and mm. so like this is the kind of stuff that was like you go to the cinema and you see stuff about that that's pretty intense yeah and of course all of this ended when the Nazis started to take power sure, and yeah, labeled it as degenerate art. Mm-hmm. And works were seized and destroyed and many artists were for like forbidden to exhibit come in, okay. in the 30s as the Third Reich gained more and more power. And yeah. the influence mm-hmm. of new objective art can be seen in people like Dali. I mean, I thought that was cool. I was like, okay, I can understand the zeitgeist that. zeitgeist of the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah happening so now i want to talk about berlin specifically because you know it was like the third biggest city in the world in the 20s it's Mm -hmm. popping off Mm -hmm. they're having fun sophisticated Mm -hmm. innovative culture developing fun so we have bauhaus school Mm -hmm. of architecture Mm -hmm. and design highly Mm -hmm. highly esteemed jen Jen? (gasps) buzzword jen you know jen (laughs) (laughs) we have lang's film metropolis we have Mm -hmm. um marlene dietrich film in 1930 called der blau engel the blue angel i think i saw that okay her most famous film Mm -hmm. we have a book by the writer doblin that came out in 1929 called berlin alexander plots and don't ask me what it's about, but apparently it's okay. one of like the best books of all time. Always in that one of the... Oh, and I was wow. like, why do I not know what this is, really? Okay. Lo- gotta love this. People on the right thought that this was, you know, socially and morally disruptive. And I'm, you know, mm. we're like, go have fun. Go do it. Yeah. Like, I yeah. just love, you know, snooty conservatives and like making fun of them. <laughs> and I was uh-huh. just imagining their disgrace at this time uh-huh. berlin is producing tons of talkies the newest frontier mm-hmm. of film mm-hmm. and those mm-hmm. are being distributed all over europe so like film is huge in berlin okay and german movies were everywhere mm-hmm. we have the occult esoteric religions astrology mm-hmm. popping up and becoming more I mean, mainstream i know i know mm-hmm. <laughs> 
<laughs> so like people are getting into that. Albert Einstein rose to prominence in Berlin in the twenties. Mm-hmm. Not only is it like the arts, it's science, it's yeah. philosophy. Everything is popping off in Berlin. Okay. Like what an amazing Sprechen Sie Deutsch. Spre- you know, <laughs> Sprechen Sie Deutsch. and he so he won the nobel peace prize for physics in 1921 and then he served Mm -hmm. as director of the kaiser wilhelm institute for physics in berlin only to leave when the nazis started yeah rising to power jewish yeah Yeah. exactly Mm -hmm. berlin was the place to be for everything it seems like and we have a guy who i talked about last time physician magnus hirschfield who established okay. the Institute for Sexology in 1919. Okay. And it remained open until 33, when the Third Reich. Wow. And it, he believed mm-hmm. in the understanding of homosexuality could be mm-hmm. arrived through science. And mm. he was a vocal advocate for homosexual, bisexual, and transgender legal rights for all people. Bravo. Yes. Mm -hmm. And he petitioned in parliament for legal changes. But like a hundred years ago. Yes. Amazing. amazing. You go Max Magnus. Yeah. We love you Magnus. Yeah. 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 He was just like. Progressive. uh, Yes. So progressive. Mm -hmm. And I love that he just dedicated his life to that. How many people were doing Mm -hmm. that? We have erotic nightclubs for all genders. Love. Cinema. Mm -hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, I have actually more movies to talk about. Okay. One called Diary of a Lost Girl um, that okay. came out in 1929 that mm-hmm. was directed by George Wilhelm Pabst again, and it starred mm-hmm. Louise Brooks. It was about a young woman who becomes pregnant out of wedlock and is thrown out of her <gasps> home after having okay. this child and is forced okay. to, to do sex work to survive. Yes. This is what people wanted to watch because it was yeah. just like provocative Crazy, but real, yeah. and like that's what kind of movies they were making. Uh-huh. It was a lot of sex space stuff. Okay, shedding light on like you know people who are forced to do sex work because they had no other option. Both men and yeah. women and all genders, you know, oh, talking about that. Okay, good. And uh, seeing that as a social problem. Mm-hmm. A film from 1919 by Richard Oswald called Different From Others, and it was about a gay man's conflict between his sexuality and social expectations. 1919. Mm. This is crazy. This is the same stuff. Yes. And so the last thing I want to talk about, sorry, this is kind of short, but I wanted to like touch many things. Yeah. 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 So in the Weimar Republic. having a good time. Okay. Thanks. Having fun. Thanks. So uh-huh. also in this time, this actually kind of shocked me. So this oh, is a big okay. time for physical health and self-improvement. And okay. you know what was developed during this time? What? What? Joseph Pilates started developing <gasps> his method in the 20s. He was German. Oh, we're so thankful Isn't that for amazing? you. Amazing! So thankful. We both do Pilates. Yes, it's literally the only thing that's enjoyable. Oh my god, that's fun. Joseph Pilates never knew he was a person. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how, like, the origins of Pilates. There has to be something with yoga. I know. I yeah. Yeah. He would be interesting to dive into another time. Yeah. But so yeah, he in the twenties oh, developing okay. this method. Great. Expressionist dance was huge. Mm-hmm. And yes. in my mm-hmm. research I saw a photo of like 
little boys jumping outside in like gym uniforms in a field and it said students at a boarding school in Hanover beginning each day with eight o'clock rhythmic dancing and jumping exercises from 1931 (laughs) like a little like what would you do you know I don't know like what's the move (laughs) yeah is it just like a hula hoop move? Like, what's happening? Wiggly arms, you know. Yeah. Your your tree in the wind, <laughs> and the wind's coming. <laughs> like little twelve year old boys, however old they yeah. were, so yeah. cute. How much fun! And little and little woolen shorts. Yes, exactly. And little tank knee tops. high knee high <laughs> yes. socks. And like little flat trainers little blonde flaxen german boys jumping in there (laughs) Uh oh we also have nudist resorts and communities popping up all along Mm -hmm. the northern coast of germany and there were Mm -hmm. periodicals many periodicals were published on the topic of Mm -hmm. it's it was it was called naturalism there but we in the u.s would call it it a nudist yeah we have organic agriculture popping up on the scene. People understanding that that's important. Holistic mm-hmm. medicine. Okay, cool. Yeah, do your thing. Yep. Try that. I really wonder the influence of Asia. Yes. On this time. Yeah, you're right. Really, like, the food, food, about that. health. Yeah. Yes. They've right. been tapped into yeah. that for so yeah, they've long. Been thousands of years. Yes. yes forever. Films about teaching the public the importance of social problems and like social issues and talking about them, like mm-hmm. drug and alcohol addictions, sexual diseases, teaching people about those things. Yep. And wow. this Education is the thing I'll end it with. You want to know uh-huh. what else these films are teaching them about? Prison reform. Mm. Can you believe Whoa. it? Prison Whoa. reform. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's just talking in fucking circles. I know. It's like generations. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wild. And like, we know not everything can be solved overnight, but it also shouldn't fucking take a hundred years. What a time. Yeah. And like, you know, you think of the 20s, you think of Paris, and you think of New York. At least me. You know, US, but like, you think of those two cities as like the, the golden time. Germany's yeah. golden twenties were popping yeah, off. I know. In groundbreaking ways. And it's just Oh, interesting. Awful, you know. It was borrowed time. They're yes, on borrowed time. Really and it just like I mean, what can you even yeah, say? Yeah, I know. You know. There's nothing you can no. say. It's just Yeah. Horrible, 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 horrible shame. Yeah. And that is putting that lightly. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Yeah. But yeah, so there we have it. Germany's golden 20s for you. It's sort of like a what could have been. Yeah. The platform of what could have been, you Mm -hmm. know? It's so heartbreaking, yeah, to think about it that way. But like what a sparkling, beautiful time. Yeah. So yeah, at least they got it. Like lit me up reading Mm -hmm. about this. Yeah, yeah. I was like, this. It was just so interesting and really incredible. So I hope you enjoy. I know. So hopefully we have something like this. I mean, obviously we have social issues, you know, going more progressive issues going on. But 
you know, it's like we're going through hopefully our own like roaring 20s yes. and then that will be a really enlightened time. Please. Yes. And it'll be I'm ready. amazing. A lot of social issues, you know. Being talked about be and being brought to light about. and hopefully yes. changed. Yes. Exactly. And art and film. Yes. And I'm just so yes. ready. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love that. Let's put on our I little outfits and just dance Uh you know (laughs) yes oh god i know i bought a pink wig to pretend i'm natalie portman and close (laughs) ready ready (laughs) oh let's do it again she's lost her mind (laughs) um thank you kat that was so fun and interesting and i absolutely need to see a film with marlena dietrich in it yes need to do that imminently yeah do you mind if I talk about my little mini no, topic? No, please. So we're going to talk about something sweet. Mm. I have a little sweet tooth. <gasps> Nummy. And we're going to talk about Haribo. <gasps> oh. oh my God. I <laughs> love Haribo. Mm. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> Damn okay, it. I so need some right now. I know. So for <laughs> those who don't know, is that Haribo is a German confectionery company founded by Hans Reigel Sr. And the name Haribo is an acronym formed from his name. Oh. Hans Reigel Bonn. Okay. Haribo. Mm. Okay. Ooh. Okay. So the company made its first gummy candy in 1922. <gasps> Ooh. Fun, fun times. <laughs> yes. It started in a backyard laundry kitchen. What? With just a sack of sugar, a marble block, a stool, a brick oven, and a copper kettle <gasps> and a roller. Oh my word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Hans Reigel Sr. invented the precursor to the gold bear, right? We know like the gummy yes. bears. Yes. Okay. Yes. So it was called the Tans Bar, which means dancing bear. <sighs> So it's different than what we know about the gold okay. bears now. Mm, so mm. it's, it's. God, I'm literally <laughs> so my mouth is watering. <laughs> I know. So it they were bigger, and Ooh. also softer because they used Arabic gum instead of gelatin. Oh. And then in 1922, he invented the gold bear, like what we okay you know eat today yeah. and what we know. So during the first few years, the Haribo products were delivered. This is so cute. Um, <laughs> to cu- consumers via bicycle oh. by Hans' wife. Oh, stop! I know. What a treat. What a real <laughs> treat that is. I know. Isn't that so cute? But Haribo has always been family owned, and it's in its third generation oh. of family members. Wow. You know, in the 1920s, what year is it? It's a hundred years. Twenty, yeah, yeah. It's been a hundred years last year. So Haribo <laughs> released a limited edition gummy called the Passport Mix. Uh-huh. You know, because there's so many different varieties of gummies yeah. now offered in different countries. So it offers gummies manufactured in different parts of the world that normally you couldn't get. Oh, depending on where you are. So it includes Crocs. There's like crocodile uh-huh. from France, <gasps> Bahia, Spain. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Um, bricks from Portugal, cherries from Germany, mm. gold bears from Germany, and happy cola from Germany. I love and then the rings from the UK and Ireland. <gasps> and they made airplanes because it's like a passport yes. shape. Just exclusively for like that passport mix. I need that 
If anyone sees that, buy it. Talk to me. <laughs> send it to me. I looked it up and I was like, where can I buy this? <laughs> I really fucked up and didn't go to World Market the other day. Oh, I, yeah. You know, maybe think that they're there. Not quite sure, though. And so for the German market, this is going to piss you off or, like, be annoying. <laughs> they're colored with natural fruit extracts. Jeez. That's why there's no blue extract. Or there's no blue bear. <gasps> oh, right. I never thought yeah. about it. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. And also devoted to UEFA Euro in 2008. UEFA is the soccer, like, federation. Oh, right, right. Or football, as, you know, you would know it in Europe. And they developed Schwarzrot Goldbarren, a red, black, and yellow bear mix. So, like, for Germany. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Cute. So the flavors were black currant, which was the black. The <gasps> that raspberry flavor was red. does not exist enough here. Black currant. No, I know. Delicious. I love, love a cassis. Cute Royale. Any. Give it to me. Any candy. Yeah. To any gummy black currant. Yeah. Mm, black currant juice. Black currant cake. Yum. Black currant juice. Yeah. Black currant spritz. Mm. I want it. Oh, and sorry. Raspberry. Raspberry is the red, and then lemon is the yellow. Delish. Okay, so <laughs> this is funny, too. Apparently, he was quite an innovator. Uh, so not all of Rigel's creations, you know, find a place in people's hearts. Okay. What? <laughs> you know, like the gummy bear, you know. There was a licorice spinning top that was a flop. He made kindergartners test his products, oh, and they didn't like it. So he... <laughs> They were like, no, we don't want to make this. <laughs> so he also experimented with a Christmas-themed holy family <gasps> that was made from gelatin that was condemned by the Catholic <laughs> You can't eat baby Jesus! <laughs> Not on his birthday! <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, like, good try. You know, the thought was there. The execution, maybe not the best, yes. but like condemning it, like <laughs> That's the Catholic extreme. Church condemning it, like calm Just Take down, a stance okay? on, on other it's, stuff. It's a gummy. <laughs> and then, this is, this is also really funny and like kind of terrible. <laughs> they also made in 2006 for carnival season mm. an ass with ears. <gasps> and I'm not kidding. I've seen a picture of it. It's a real thing. Why ass? And why? It is literally an ass with ears on the side. <laughs> I don't know the reason. I don't know anything about it. I Googled it and I did see it and it was on sale for quite a lot of money. What? Because it's a collector's item. Oh my God. I can't remember. Parabola, can was, you explain this? Thanks. I know. <laughs> the people need to know and understand. I have to do more research, but how big is carnival season in Germany? You know, yeah. what is it? Do they have where did like, asses a Mardi and ears comes into it? Type of thing. <laughs> it must mean something. Yes. It probably you're not pulling it from thin air. <laughs> but like why <laughs> I understand like a flop you made the holy family. Like you're a Christian yeah. family. You know. <laughs> I don't know. My first introduction to like German candy. Because mm-hmm. you know, it was like hard to get before. Was like, it? Yes. I just remember always it, having it. No, it was not like around really. Or maybe it was like 
maybe someone would travel and bring it back oh. from Europe or something. But I remember it not being as prevalent. I mean, now you can just go to anywhere, you know, a gas station, world, Target, world everywhere market. has Haribo. Yeah, anywhere. So I grew up like let's preface this very privileged upbringing mm. because we. You know, our family had four children, one of whom was on the autism spectrum. So my mother was understandably, you know, needed help. (laughs) (laughs) And so, you know, we were privileged enough that we were able to have au pairs. Cool. And we had some au pairs from Europe. We had an au pair from South Africa. We had one from South Korea. Really interesting. Got to learn yeah. so much cool. about culture and candy. Because mm. one of my au pairs was German. Delish. And, what was her um, name? Kata. She was my favorite au pair. She's the only one I still talk to, so she, you know, no one will no one else will care. But um <laughs> her mom would send a box of German candy. And this that is, is when darling. we got to, to try kinder you know <gasps> kinder surprise yeah. kinder bueno let me tell you when her mom would send packages we would run wow. and flock to that box how nice of her to and, share you know and get all the gummies yes. and get all the chocolate and so that was my like first real introduction to german haribo delicious candy. wow that's gummies. amazing that's so special yes because like i know i love kata she's amazing i don't remember i feel like i remember always having them but then mm-hmm. my, what I do remember, when I was 12, we went to Ireland and my sister discovered the Haribo Star Mix, which sounds like that passport oh mix. So it's like, yeah. it has Coca-Cola bottles, it has the bears, it has the ring, little mm. gummy rings, and it had eggs. It had little gummy oh. eggs. And it was like that uh-huh. opaque type of gummy, you know, that's kind of like yes. that different yeah, yeah, texture. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Those were great. It's like our favorite mix, and it yeah. pops up. Sometimes we can find it in the U.S., and we're like, oh, my God, uh-huh. Star Mix. My mm-hmm. mom has found it for us as, you know, little gifts. Maybe you can find it at World Market. Yeah, probably. Yeah. It's such such a good gummy mix. Delicious. Mm-hmm. World Market would love partnership. <gasps> World Market, let's talk. I love, I love getting my Tetley's tea. Yes. You know? <gasps> I love PG tips. PG. I love getting random Italian sodas. (laughs) I love that place. It's all about a little jam, a little clotted cream. Oh my God. Mm. Fun. Oh my God. Best advent calendars. (gasps) Oh my God. I wouldn't even think about that. Brilliant. Yes. Ooh. You can get Bon Mama advent calendars there. Elite status advent calendars. (laughs) So good. Mm, Yeah, I need that. (laughs) I need to try that. Wow. But yeah, so Haribo. love it so much. That was a great so topic. That was our little sweet topic. Mm, what Which a sweet it? treat. And my mouth mm. is still watering and I'm mad. Mm. Now I need to go get some. <laughs> Brilliant choice. Thank you. Do you happen to have a recommendation for me this week? Yes, I do. What is it? And it is a French vintage shop. Oh. And you can find it on Instagram. And it's called Imparfait Paris. Oh. And you can get a perfect pair of broken in Levi's. You can get a beautifully knit, you know, Nordic sweater. They have so many good sweaters. Austrian sweater beautiful stuff amazing and not insane prices i feel like no like really reasonable reasonable. yeah i'm sure shipping might cut whatever but that's where you make up for the price and it's just amazing things yes oh i haven't looked at their page in a while well curated yes just fun 
yeah beautiful that's where like the cool girls get their levi's yes you know Ooh. okay yeah. i want to buy mm-hmm. what about you that is funny that you say that because i have a very similar recommendation this week oh okay. and i followed this account for a while parisians in paris oh fun and yes. yeah, i yeah. haven't they mm-hmm. haven't like come up on my feed in a while and so this morning i was yeah, looking and i was getting fucking triggered because i was like I need to live in Paris. I had to stop and put down my phone and like get out of bed because I was like, this is going to like make me have a bad start to the day. Mm-hmm. I know. It also makes me want a Jackie, Gucci Jackie bag so bad oh, because God. that is like the mm-hmm. it bag in Beautiful. Paris. And mm-hmm. so now in my spare time, it pops into my head. I'm like, therealreal.com, look up Jackie bag. I just love yeah. the Jackie it's it's such a good bag and just all those parisians yeah yeah in their cool girl jeans and their cool sneakers and their perfect bags and their Mm -hmm. perfect hair carrying a baguette Mm -hmm. they wear berets Mm -hmm. it is real it is real and it like also made me think about my closet and i was like i have all these things i need to like Mm -hmm. pair them the way they do yes yeah yeah it's Mm -hmm. like great basics but triggering be careful because it'll piss you off that you're not in paris okay (laughs) All right, Kat, I have a word of the day. My word of the day is called Vorfreit. Mm-hmm. It means awaiting for pleasure is pleasure itself. What? Oh, my God. So That's good. Gotthold Ephraim Lessing, he said that. And so it's like the illusion is precisely to the anticipation of pleasure yet to come. <gasps> so it is like basically enjoying the dream and expectation of what we have. That's beautiful. So we have the Vorfreud of waiting to go to Europe again. Yes. Oh, that's true. This you speaks know, dreaming to my counts. personality almost because you know. it's yeah. almost like the thrill of the chase. I have oh, such this is an Aries, a thrill of the chase Aries in everything. You know, every aspect of my mm-hmm. life, it's the thrill of the chase. And that, that's mm-hmm. that feeling. It's like that high that, you. that you feel mm-hmm. when you're waiting mm-hmm. for something or like anticipating something coming. Yeah. So Vorfreude. Vorfreude. Mm-hmm. That's great. Mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. that. <laughs> that's a good word. All right, everyone. All Thank right, you everyone. so much for listening. Thank you. Dankeschön. <laughs> what a great Thank trip this you. was today. Have a great week. Ciao.